You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 121 of Psychotic and Iconic, powered by Playmaker, brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Made Easy. We are also live on the Props Network, as we are on Facebook and YouTube. Paul's here, along with my co-hosts Nick Theories and Philly Phil. We will be without Mikey P for the next few weeks because he just had his daughter arrive. Yeah, his baby uh, girl. Congratulations Congrats to, to the, the Palante family. Uh, we love you guys. We miss you, Mike, um, when you come back. We need answers for them Broncos. Um, <laughs> that's really it right there. We got there. your P&I fan, that's for sure. Absolutely. Probably the best one. Yeah. Because she can't Congrats, understand man. all that's that That's awesome. Bullshit. That's amazing. Yeah, really happy for yeah. you, Mike. Again, we miss you. We will see you soon, but we will hold down the fort until then. No cap. Phil, hit me with some hit me with some music so me and Nick can start this off. Hope you brought your A game. That's regular, though. Yeah, I'll have to be concerned. Okay, so we are starting off tonight with the birds. So, Nick, tell me a little bit. What happened to it? Passion. (laughs) Heineke, bro. It's the weirdest thing ever, man. He, like, plays up to big games. And I said this before the game, too. I was like, it's something weird about it. But not an upset. Um, I thought it would be close. I thought he would... uh, you took them on the spread, didn't you? I took them Actually, on the spread. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that's a lot of points for a divisional opponent. Um, but, yeah, the Eagles, they just got outplayed in the second half, man. I mean, honestly, uh, their offense couldn't move a lick. A.J. Brown was was a non-factor. Devontae Smith, he had a pretty pretty uh, solid game. Well, he could have. Um, but I don't know. It's just it, – it's it's it was a rough game. But I'm not going to, like, uh, overanalyze this. For the Eagles' sake, because it's one game, like they're eight and one. There's nothing to cry about. It's it's not that big of a deal. Everybody loses at some point. Also, it get, it gets rid of the seventeen and no talk. That I mean, you heard AJ Brown. Yep, he said it, it, it's finally out of here. Like, I actually I'm, love that. He I'm said done. That. I'm done talking about. It. I'm done hearing about it. Like I don't want. That's not the goal. Yeah, the goal is to win the Super Bowl. So like, it's a good loss. My thing is, is, I was saying the same thing, too. Like, I thought it was a good loss because you get that out of the way. Like, I don't – here's the thing. Laws of average. When you're 17-0, and 14-0, and 0, you're bound to have a slip-up. Right. It's better to have it now. Sure. So, like, for me, I just – look, the face mask was egregious, the non-call. Um, it sucks that we lost Goddard now with the shoulder injury. 
But like the Quez Watkins, that was a good that was a good throw by Jalen Hurts. Is he going on IR? I don't know. I don't know if they announced it yet, to be honest. But I, look, I don't think it was anything crazy from the Eagles. They, I don't. And here's the thing too. I think the Commanders are a little underrated right now. Facts. And with with Taylor Heineke, it's what are just they, four weird. And one with him, three and one. You sure? I think it was three and I one. Think, or, I think oh, no, four were, and one. Yeah, they were like one and four with. Uh, they're one and right? four now. They're five and five. He's four and one. Wow. And I feel like he does this once every year for the last two years. Yeah. And it's just to me, it's like, why not give him a chance? And I said this last year, give him a chance to actually start and play a full season. Now I don't know if he's going to be like, if he's going to be anything good, but I've seen a whole lot worse. Man, I, I I like the way he plays though, man. He, he plays he, with that yo, grit. Yeah, he he has like this like this like gunslinger mentality. Like he's he he'll, 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 he'll air that shit. When you see him he'll, play, he'll, he'll throw that shit up, bro. Like he don't care. I know we laugh about passion, but when you see him play, he actually cares yeah. about his teammates. That's what I'm saying. Like, after he pulled that little stunt on Brandon Graham, which was like, bro. it was bullshit, but it was it was a good play. It was a smart play. But it's like the way he was jumping around and stuff like that. Like, I love that because it's like he's showing me he wants to win. Like, yeah. I really do think he should get a chance. And you know how I feel about Carson Wentz. Like, I feel bad because Carson Wentz, I would be shocked if they went back to him. I actually don't think they should because they're in the in a little bit of a groove There's right no now. There's no shot they do. Well, Ron Rivera didn't name anything yet. Well, come on. Ron I mean, Rivera he would be crazy. Would be a moron if he, if he benched Heineke after beating the 8-0 Eagles on the road and on Monday Night Football. He'd be a moron. I know. I know. No, I, I just, uh, yeah, he, Heineke should definitely be the starter. He deserves a chance to get I a big, like a big chunk of the season to see what he can and do. And they paid him pretty well, too. Yeah, the problem what was. I remember, they, they, they paid him pretty, pretty. Handsome. Well, they asked him about it preseason. He said, I want to be the starter. I think I should, but you don't trade, you traded a third round pick for Wentz. And again, I just don't understand that you see him come in and win games and show you that he's at least adequate. Yeah. At the position. Like, I, I don't understand it. And not for nothing, but the Eagles defense, we shut down the Vikings. We shut down we shut down almost every team we played. I mean, a third round pick it really isn't that much. I mean, the Colts benched Matt Ryan and they got him for third to it, right? Uh yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah. Don't know. I, mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. Well, I don't even know. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but I don't know what's going on with that situation. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah, me either. But what do you think? Do you think Heineke deserves a chance to stay the start of the rest of the year? And what would you do with him next year? I would, yeah. I mean, I would this is the time period where they're trying to find a quarterback. All right. If, if, if Heineke is, is good enough to, to seat Wentz, right. And, and, and Wentz is out of the picture, then you have to give him a chance. If he's not the guy, then you go in the draft next year. That's, that's what you got. Well, I mean, do. It I mean, yeah. And then Heineke could be your backup and then you could try to, you know, probably release Wentz or do something with him. They won't I, release I, I think, I think Heineke would, would stay here unless, you know, he got traded away. I don't think he's 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 they're they're they're, they're gonna cut Heineke. No, I don't. I, don't think I they actually would cut think Heineke. I think they would cut Wentz before they cut Heineke. So do I? And I actually in a weird way because I feel like he means more to that team. I think his I think his teammates respect him. I think uh, he's he he's done a lot for them the last couple of years in terms of getting Washington back on track. You know, during the season, and then you know uh, they made the playoffs two years ago, and they actually gave the Bucks the hardest game. They gave them the that hardest playoff game. front. I know, and it was Heineke. And it was Heineke. Yeah, it, it's just he plays with energy, man. You just can't really explain it. He's sad, and I think that like kind of like weirdly plays a part in in in, in the team itself. They have like this weird belief in them. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's the most talented guy, but 
there's something you can't teach, man. It's hard, bro. And, and I think he has that. I think he has a lot of respect for his teammates. So I think he should be the starter uh, moving forward, regardless of what happens next week. My thing is with Heineke is just like, I never feel like he's given a fair chance. And when he gets a chance, he performs. Like he does perform well. Yeah. Again, like you said, two years ago, he they were in the playoffs with him. And my thing is with Wentz is that Wentz is, if he, he's probably not going to start and he shouldn't start to be honest, but now he's looking at a backup role moving forward. I mean, he may be brought in somewhere and, and compete for a starting job or, you know, similar to like, um, I don't even know how to say that, but like, he might go back up like a Tom Brady somewhere, learn under him and then maybe get another shot in two years or something like that. But I think that they're, they're going to release Wentz. And at that point, roll with Heineke. And like you said, if he's bad, you get your draft pick. Right. Because you have talent. Curtis Samuel's good. Terry McLaurin's good. You have Gibson Robinson. I mean, and here's the thing, too. Like, last night they were talking about the uh, the Eagles can't stop their run. They gave up. They were only giving up 3.1 yards a carry. That's good. Mm -hmm. The best defense in the league is the Niners. They gave up 3.4 yards a carry. Yeah. So it wasn't anything like that. It was just they got outplayed. Yeah, it And then it, there was a couple bonehead plays, like A.J. Brown, the interception. That was actually a really good throw. It hit him yeah. right in his hands. It just he just got it taken away from him. Like I mentioned, Quez Watkins. And the well, well, he was double covered too. The yeah. safety came on top. Yeah, it was a good play by the defender. Right. Like that right. stuff just happens. But again, I think it was a good loss for the Eagles. It's a great get loss. it out of the way. And right. again, now the thing is too with the NFC, the Rams are done. The Bucks seem to be back. The Falcons fell off. They're right in the thick of it at five and five. The I mean, NFC East and the AFC East are loaded. I mean. The Eagles are running away with this division. Like, I got. I don't. So actually, that's a good one. Who do you think? I, I, like who do you the, think like is the biggest? Loss. Who do you think is the biggest threat to the Eagles to take the division? Do you think it's the Giants or Dallas? It would be Dallas, in my opinion. I think Dallas is a better team. I, don't I think I think Dallas is a better overall team. But are they better coached? Is my question than the Giants, which I don't believe so. Because here's I, the thing: Daniel Jones isn't turning the ball over three times a game anymore. No, so that's helping true. them. Well, so, yeah, they're running the football. They got yeah. Saquon Barkley. I mean, yeah, like, yeah you that give helps. Them, like, I, I, you know what? Shout out to the Giants then because this was what every team should be doing. Give the ball to your best fucking player. Mike Vrabel. Look at, look at the Titans. Yep. They're nothing without Derrick Henry. I know. <laughs> it's like the formula works, bro. Just give him the ball. And then people, the problem is, we live in a, in a sports world where there's pitch counts or snap counts. Yep. It's like, bro, I'm paying you $30 million to run the rock. You're going to run the rock. If I'm paying you $30 million to throw the football, you're going to throw the football. I know. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the I same way. Understand. I don't think that the Eagles are losing the division, to be honest. I still no. think it's theirs to lose. No, this is theirs for the taking. And I think they're going to. Like. They're way ahead for the driver's seat for well, actually, no, actually it could get messy in about it, three weeks. It could, it could, because if Minnesota wins and the Eagles lose again, then the Minnesota's in the driver's seat for the number one seat. So D Dallas has a big game next Sunday because they play the Vikings. Well, the Eagles beat them one uh head yep. to head. So the Eagles actually own the, the one yeah. seat. Right no, now. no, I'm saying for for the Cowboys for the division talk, they play the the Vikings on Sunday. And then they play the Giants on Thanksgiving. Those are two back-to-back -back big important games. And they could lose both. And if they lose both and go to six and five, now and, and, and Washington wins, Washington plays Houston this week. I mean, Washington's still in it. Yes and no. At five and five? 
the, I mean, if the Bucks are five and five, the Eagles would have to lose out. Essentially, the Eagles have such a big lead. Yeah, but they can make a wild card. Oh yeah, yeah. I was talking about the division, not the wild card. They are alive in the wild card. Absolutely. Facts. But as far for me with the whole division thing, I'm just I still think it's the Eagles to lose. The only team I would say that right now for me though, it's the Giants that could that I would be more fearful of, fearful of. I don't know, man. Like I, I can't get on board with the Giants. I I feel like they are the biggest mirage. I I I just can't, bro. I I just can't. There's something about them that I just it just doesn't do it for me, bro. It doesn't stick. Like I get I get it. All right, cool. They're seven and one or seven and two. All right, that's cool. But like I I, I don't like. Look at them as a top tier team, if that if that makes sense. The Giants, or maybe I should be like recognizing a little bit. I don't. I, it's difficult I to say. I am think I the, really sleeping on them. Like they're seven and two, but like, am I sleeping? I think so. I think it's just because it's the Giants, but they don't really have those a big staple win either. Like when they beat the Packers in London, everybody thought that was a big win. In reality, it wasn't. The Packers aren't really good. Yeah, they kind of stink. So that was like that was two mid team. Well. Maybe maybe the Giants aren't mid. I don't really know how to do that yet. But at seven and two, you kind of gotta, oh, you gotta go by cap. the record at that at, at this point. Like they're almost a lock to make the playoffs. You gotta tip your cap. So they're ahead of Dallas right now. I know, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, especially just because the one quarterback got paid seventy five million dollars last year, and this quarterback got his fifth year option declined. <laughs> I mean, not for nothing. The Commanders are one game behind Dallas. They are. Oh my God, they are. It's only one win. One win. All right. So I'm saying it's the Eagles division to lose. And I would yeah. say the close second would be the Giants. So how many losses do, are the Eagles going to have this year? Is that the first? Is, is that the only loss they're going to no. no. endure this year? They're going to have trouble with the Colts this week because Jordan Davis not being there is a big loss. And they have Jonathan Taylor. The Colts? I actually, yeah. I think it's a, I think it'll be a tough matchup for him because I think Jonathan Taylor will be able to run on them. And that's their problem right now. But I don't here's the th I'm not saying that they're gonna lose that, but I would say they lose two more, two more tops three. I think the, I think the Giants will get them once. Um, I think they'll get the Redskins again. Uh I don't see the pack maybe the Packers. What about Dallas? Uh, that's the one game I I I I've I've been thinking about. I would still I would still take the Eagles on that. I don't I, I how do you trust Dallas? You can't. Not in big games. When the expect when the lights get bright on them, yeah, they stink. When Cooper Rush came in and everybody said they were bottom in the barrel and they went three and zero or three and one after the Eagles, yeah, nobody was talking about them and they performed great. Everybody started talking about them, but they played the Bears and the Lions. Then they faced the Packers and lost. You had a two touchdown lead. You can't lose that game. But those are dumb. And then like you, the coaching blunder from McCarthy, not kicking the field goal. It's stupid shit like that that I just I cannot trust I can't trust them in big situations. Yeah, I agree with you. Like totally. Are you checking Facebook? I'm trying, but okay. it's a little hard. Okay. No, I'm yeah, no, I am looking at them uh periodically. So who do you think, Nick? Who you got you have the Eagles winning the division? Who's your close second? Yeah, I, I think Dallas is the second best team. I think overall they're the second best team. I think I, the, defensively they're there. Like they're there with one of the best. So, like, when you always – when you have that good of a defense, you always have a chance, right? Like, they're the – they can keep you in ball games when your offense is struggling. But if Dallas – you know, if, if they can score and Prescott can play a little bit better because he's he, – he didn't play that uh, 
that well last game. Yeah, three interceptions. He was he he was and pretty, it kind of flew and it, in a he, in a weird way it flew under the radar that he had three interceptions. Kind of cost him the game. I know. You can't you can't have that many turnovers and expect to win. Not in Lambo. I don't care now. who's on. The, I, I don't care. You got Aaron Rodgers and Lambo, and you're gonna give him three turnovers at home. Jared Goffin, I don't care who he's throwing to. He's gonna figure out a way to put points on the board, and he did. And that's why they. And that's exactly why they won. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I, uh, I'm with you, man. I don't know. All right. Uh, with that, do you have anything more to say on the Eagles before we go into the Packers and the Cowboys? Since we're already talking about that, we can go right into that. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I think for the most part, I think it was the best thing to happen for the Eagles. Uh, it's kind of like you're like, like, like a, a, you know, a reset button and they got a taste of, uh, of losing and now that now I feel like you become stronger as a team because now you get to see what they're really made of and how they bounce back from adversity. Um, I think it was a great thing for them. It happened early in the season, week, week 10. It's not that big of a deal to have your first loss. So I'm not panicking. Nobody should be panicking about anything. You should be excited, uh, happy that, you know, the 17 and no talk is over with and you can move forward and focus on winning the Super Bowl because that in the end is always the ultimate goal. I say yep. it all the time. I know. Who cares what your record is in the regular season? Just it get does there. Not matter. If you're a wild card, you can be a seven seed. As long as you win the Super Bowl, you'll always be remembered. That's it. That's it, brother. Phil, hit me with some Fox. I feel like you're in that right now. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> That's what I already had, right? Oh, man. Yeah. All right, so now we can start talking about this. Yeah, since we yeah, alluded yeah, to yeah. it a little bit two, two minutes ago. What happened with the Cowboys outside of Dak's uh, three-interception game? Uh, Honestly, man, Christian Watson. <laughs> Dead ass. I mean, he scored three times. You know times. what's funny about oh. him real fast? I drafted him in fantasy. I looked at best ball today. Oh, did you? Yeah, I mean, now look, he was horrible all year. He just had a one big explosive game. But I did draft him. I was I laughing fall. when I said that. I'm like, oh my god. I know, yo, he, and, and, yo, and now he's one of the top, you know, uh, free agent uh, waiver wire ads this week. You have to now. Yeah, you have to. Because if if Aaron Rodgers trusts him, he was eating. Bro. You got you have. I mean, the only thing is, he got four targets, four targets, he had three three catches for three touchdowns. Um, what a you know what a game for him. That's really went wrong for the Cowboys. I mean, it seemed like they had a couple a couple misblown coverages, and it's just you know I, I you're not going to beat Aaron Rodgers if you give him free points. You're 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 in trouble. You don't give you don't give the Packers free points. You know what's funny, when, especially off turnovers. So I was thinking about this, and me, you, and Mike when we were talking about our our preseason predictions, and I was saying um, about the Packers, and I was saying my thing was is if you plan on having Aaron Rodgers drop back and throw the ball. 35 40 times yeah. to those wide receivers you're not going to win games yeah they ran the ball i think 30 times this week aj dillon baby. <clears throat> and and um what's his face i'm on or i'm on green aaron jones <laughs> aaron jones and they won and that's the formula for them to win you have to be ground and pound you have to run the ball aaron Rodgers should not be throwing the ball more than yeah. 30 times they don't have the personnel on the outside to do it they just don't, and the, that's the problem. Is like again, you can throw the ball. It's they have to catch it. Right. Nobody fears them. You know what I mean? Like nobody those wide receivers. That is. But for me, I just feel like it, I said I like the the bleeding had to stop. It was just a bad spot for the Cowboys. But when it was twenty eight fourteen, I actually was like, oh, all right, the Packers really do just suck. 
And then next thing I know, it's 28, 21, 28, 28. I'm like, oh, this is over. Is that true though? Is it was a bad spot for the for the uh for the Cowboys? And what and, and what makes it a bad spot? I just felt like anybody who doesn't really understand that for me it wasn't so much it was a bad spot for the cowboys not because the packers were good it was just because they're coming off of five losses and it's just to me like i play laws of averages human element emotional things like that like the bleeding had to stop and i said this too and i said what worried me also about that game was you had mike mccarthy on the speaker saying oh yeah i want to win that game hard for him because he's returning to his old employer I, like, I i just like i can't buy into that theory i'm not i'm not that kind of guy i do but i feel like the good teams keep it in house like you like when andy reed got fired from the eagles and came back after the game he talked about how much he wanted to win the game after the game sure. not before it there was no lead up prior to that it was just about andy reed returning and all he said was it's just another game i want to win it sure and then after he won he let out his emotions and stuff like that so i i do think there's always an extra thing like you want to go back and beat your old coach like you don't think that russell wilson and them wanted to beat the seahawks you don't yeah, but seahawks those seahawks players were playing for pete carroll now that's a little bit as different individual yes individually yes but as a team no like, do you think do you think Tony Pollard gives a fuck about um, Mike McCarthy's pass on on Green Bay? Who? I'm sorry, Tony Pollard. You think he gives a shit? You think he's gonna play extra hard for him because he's returning back to his his uh, ex coach? Mike McCarthy personally, or just in, is that a general question about any coach? No, 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 no. Like him going back and playing with his ex employer. If like, you, if does anybody really care about that in the Cowboys? If you love your coach, yes, you want to win it for him. But I, I mean, in, in the end, he won a Super Bowl for him, so yeah. it wasn't like they had bad blood, do that. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if him and Rogers do, to be honest. I know there was a little bit that they talked about yeah, beforehand. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, of course. But like I said, I just feel like it came. It became too big of a story for me, and I don't like. Like I said, five straight losses. Something had to give. And again, with the Cowboys, they struggle when all the spotlight's on them. It's been years of this. They just do. They did it last year against the 49ers. The 49ers shouldn't have beat I, them. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just... So do you trust Dak and the Cowboys in big games, in a big situation? Do you trust them to actually get the job done? What's there to trust? Do you have any, do you have any historical uh, resume that well, I can go off of? Last year. What's what is I'm just saying, like, do you think that they should have lost that game to the 49ers last year? I don't. Um, should they have? Well, they lost. Well, when they were the one seed in Dak's first year, they lost, I think they lost to Green Bay. You're going uh, oh, based on round. seeding. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, when the Cowboys, I feel like whenever the Cowboys are talked about, they're a, they're a one seed, they're leading the division. Okay. They always just crumble. 
like they suck in November and December. Do you do you think it's coincidence or do you think it it that like they literally like crumble under pressure? Because like year in and year out, you have different types of teammates. It's not the same group of guys. It's just ironically, it just happens to the same team. So is it is it the same core players, like such as Prescott, uh, Zeke, uh, who else is on there that's that's been a well, I think honestly, time? right now, I think a lot of it's situational coaching and and penalties. You saw that last year. You can't get penalized 10 times a game for 100 yards and think that you're going to you're going to win situational spots. You can't do it. It's a it's it's a bulk yards. And then again, to go back to it, why aren't you kicking that field goal? I always take the points. Why aren't you kicking that to win? I just I, or or at least, you know, make an attempt. I just don't I don't understand that. And then he made like something about field position. I get it, but Brett Maher's actually been money this year. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you always take the points. It doesn't make any sense. And then especially if they have momentum. Right. Exactly. That's the it, big thing, too. They had all the momentum. They just ripped, they just scored two touchdowns in a row. It's a tie game. You drove down to like the 40, 45. You know your kicker can make it. Put trust in him. And if he makes it, it goes a long way. And if not, you tell him to pick his head up, you'll get the next one. Yeah. So that's just know. how I look at that. I don't know. It's kind of hard to lose on a missed field goal, though. I feel like. What do you mean? Like it, it, like, even if he goes out there and 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 kicks right, mm -hmm. if he misses it, I mean, it still hurts. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I know still that. Deflating. But here, what's the strong point of the Dallas Cowboys? Their defense, right? I mean, uh, now a quick it, the momentum still 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 switches regardless. Correct. If he makes it, okay, you got a little bit of juice, right? I think you have a lot when you make a far field goal like that. Uh it it, it really totally depends because. Green Bay was on a what 14-0 run? Yeah, because it was 28-14. Right. So that crowd was already back into it. I don't think a, a field goal was really going to get the crowd out of it. Touchdown will. Okay. Yeah, okay. I agree. Because then you're you like, that. all right, oh shit, it's a one score. <laughs> Bless you. Whereas like 14, when you're up when, when you have like 11 point differential, yeah, there, it's like, all right, you're up two scores kind of in, in a way. You know, if the game was zero zero at that point. But no, I, I just uh it's still a momentum crusher, regardless. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. It depends. I mean, some people like to gamble. Let me pivot real quick. I, I, I don't. What I do you think now about the Packers going to the other side? Do you think the Packers now found some type of way to start winning again? Or do you think that they're dead in the water? I think they're dead in the water. Like, I, great win. Cool. You almost had to, to win to stay alive. I, I, just it, it was hard to see Green Bay be three and seven. Um, so but four and six, that's not much better, but at least it puts them in the conversation of and, and then you know they're in the wild card hunt. Well, what's even ruining so, Green Bay more now is the commanders. The yeah. commanders are make are causing a lot of problems now at the bottom of right. the did they play each other? Who? The commanders and uh the commanders beat them. Your dad called it when he said that on there. Commanders they can't they beat them in Green Bay. Right. I was I think oh. it was Taylor Heineke's first game. Because Wentz got hurt on Monday night, and then Taylor Heineke started the next week against Green Bay. You're absolutely right. You're right. He broke well, his finger. I can't think of who they played. They lost 23-21. Actually, they lost, yeah, what, three, about three weeks ago. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So they own that tiebreaker. So, yeah, I'm I'm definitely worried about the, the Packers. I already said I don't think they're making it. I actually don't really think that they're that good. I just – I don't think so either. I think it was just – like I said, it was just one of those things. I, I think they're actually going to get rolled on Thursday, but we'll get there – at a, at a later we'll get there on thursday against henry 
regarding Henry. Regarding Henry, yeah, yeah, you know he's. Snapping. I need a bounce back game. So I mean, look, uh, the, I mean, look. If you look at the Packers, I mean, it's definitely a season saver because if they lose, they're done. But they're four and six. They play this Thursday against the Titans. Then they play the Eagles. Um, they have then, a tough schedule. Then they play the Bears, who have been playing pretty, pretty tough. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. They have been. And I, I'm not a Bears guy at all. I think they stick. But yeah. they've been playing really good ball, especially Justin Fields. Then they play the Rams. Then they play the Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Lions. Yeah, I mean, that is, is a tough schedule. They're out. You would have to win. You, they would you have only to get, have to have maybe one more loss. They have to get the seven and six. If they go to nine and seven, they have a chance. Yeah. They have a chance at nine and seven. Yep. But is that going to happen? Or or not? I'm sorry, nine and seven, nine and eight. Yeah. You think nine and eight they have a chance? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's tough because what happens with the Cardinals? You have the Seahawks now. The Rams are out. Um, the Rams are out of it. The Bears are out of it. The Lions are out of it. Um, the 49ers are coming up. I don't think they have a chance. However, you got the Giants, you got the Cowboys who can, yeah. you know, snag those two wild card spots. I mean, the whole NFC East might make the playoffs at this point. Could be. It's it it, it could realistically <laughs> happen if you actually look at the landscape of the league. Of the league, yeah. I I mean, who who's because the who's, NFC is so bad, especially now with the Rams out. Yeah. So I mean, look, anything's anything's possible. I just. They still have a heartbeat. They're not dead yet. Yep. I, I will say that. And last thing on this, do you make anything of Rogers yelling at LaFleur? No, I I I loved it. I, don't I actually think, so here's I, the thing. I, I mean, look, here's the thing. If if you're like if you're my friend, but you're my coach, we're still friends. I feel like Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, their relationship is a little misleading. I think that they have a really good relationship, and that's why they yell at each other like that. Like, think about it. Me, you. Tom, we always scream at each other. Yeah, yeah. well, that's, like, that's just the way we talk to each other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like <laughs> we've been right, screaming yeah. at each other since third grade. You're my coach, but we're... damn, I sound good though. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, but we're still friends. That's the, that's what that's the bottom line. You know yeah, what I mean, so like, I don't make anything about it. I think it's it's, of course, everybody else is gonna make a big thing about. Oh my god, you see, you see Aaron Rodgers yelling at his coach. Blah, blah, blah. He's a poor leader and all this shit. He's got a bad attitude and oh. No, shut up, dude. Maybe there's just, he just had a disagreement with something and then he he talked to his coach about it. Cry me a river, bro. I agree. Who cares? We, we, like, people need to leave that shit alone. Yeah. All right. So, next segment, Nick. I mean, Phil, give me something, please. Hold on a second. Whoa. Whoa. I apologize for that. All right, Nick. Upset of the week called by yours truly, Pauls. Told you his team was winning the division. I think around July 4th. Called crazy. Shit, at least you calling. Uh, go ahead, tell me. What happened to the unbeatable Bills that gave up a 27-10 to 10 Yeah, that lead? was embarrassing, bro. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. Honestly, you, you want to know what happened? Was that Josh Allen actually kind of melted. He, he, had, he had a couple turnovers, he, uh, especially in the red zone. Um, you can't do that. You, you, when you are in the red zone, you need to actually score points. You're you're, you're playing against a good Viking team at seven to one, and they were they were having the momentum a little bit, and then you, the Bills finally went down, and they got into the red zone, and Josh Allen threw a pick, and that was that was so deflating for them. 
it's regular. It, it, it was. But then he fumbled, and the Vikings took the lead with, like, a minute left. Dude, I left my mom's house. That's insane. When Kirk Cousins got stopped on the goal line. I left my mom's house. I was watching my parents. Yeah. I'm going home. I get home, and I see. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then they showed the replay, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, he really did that? And I just started laughing. And then I was like, okay, so are we going to finally listen? Is the love fest going to stop? Because yeah, I'm trying to he figure He really out. fumbled at the, like, the one-yard line. They suck in close games. Like that's Two crazy. and nine over but, the last two but years. But what I'll say is he did get them back into the overtime game. Yeah, but it got a race when he threw that awful pick in the end zone against Peterson. I know. Again, I mean, he just, he's been making a lot of boneheaded plays. Do you he's think it has anything to do with – do you think it has anything to do with Josh Allen falling in love with the big play? No, I think it has everything to do with him actually being free. Like, I, I feel like his coach allows him to do whatever the hell he Be wants. unstructured. Yeah, like, but I mean. That's his style, though, so it's hard. It's his style, right? Like, he's going to make the wow plays, but he's going to make the, like, what the fuck? We say that I we've been, we've, oh, this is the one thing we've agreed on, like, in this particular subject. We've always said, like. He just does like head scratching shit yeah. where you look at him, you're like, what were you thinking there? Right. But I feel like he's different than any other quarterback. Because if that was any other quarterback, they would get a lot of scrutiny. Whereas everybody loves him because I feel like the the those plays that he that he wows it are way more than he does with the bonehead shit. Even though the lately, problem is the bonehead comes in at the worst at the times. worst times, right? In the most clutchest moments. So look, yeah, it, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying. That's exactly what that reminds me of the shit Wentz does. And those key moments where you're just like, you need to make that one play. Now, I'm not saying yeah, he's, I, he's like that. I'm just saying he makes those dumb, those dumb plays at the worst possible times. Fumbling on the goal line, two, two interceptions in the end zone. And I mean, like, obviously, he's way better than Carson Wentz. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just like, no, I, I know what you mean. I'm just like, damn. You're dude. talking about like the the circumstantial like turnovers that he just. It's inopportune. It's just yeah. he's done so many wow plays that they do. Like you just said, it's true. They get overlooked, and that's why I get so pissed off because I'm like, can we just show some level of objectivity? He's not Superman. He's a re he's a really good quarterback. Right. You know, he's elite. He's one of the top. I would, I would say top three quarterbacks in the league. I can't believe they lost. I mean, you cannot blow a 17 point lead at home. That's gonna go. That's that, that's gonna that. go miles for the Vikings. Guess what? He he, that right there needs to be immediately. He needs to be immediately raced from the MVP. That was my next question. He needs to be immediately erased from the MVP race. You can't. You blew a 17 point lead at home. That's not an MVP. An you MVP have three touchdowns and five interceptions. I don't care if you went to overtime and you won the game. Okay, if you won the game, you're still in the race of the MVP because you won the game. I'm not going to like count against you that you blew a 17 point game when you won the game in the end because that, yep. that's, the, that's the bottom line. Regardless of how you did it, you, you got the job done. But when you blow a 17 point uh, lead at home I can't give you the MVP. I think you're not an MVP. You want to know a funny confession? And MVP closes that out, bro. So that TikTok I made after the game about Josh Allen. Yeah. I made that on my on my way home. <laughs> and I never posted it because I was driving and I wanted to do the captions. And I'm laughing to myself because as I made it, he was driving down the field. And I didn't know whether to post it or not because I'm like, I'm going to jinx this. I'm going to post this TikTok and I'm going to get trashed in yeah. these comments, which I do every day. But I don't, I don't really give a fuck. 
Um, but it was funny as that happened because, like I said, I just can't believe that was the that was a top five game I've ever watched in my life. That was as good as that Rams Kansas City game in Mexico like four or five years ago. Yeah, that was crazy. That to me is the craziest game ever. When I was like 54, 50, or whatever the Bro, score was, it was like a basketball game. And it was Jared Goff. Yeah, it was insane. Put 16 in his chest. All right, so <laughs> so now you you finally admit that he's done with the MVP race. Yeah, Who, I mean he has to be right. Who I absolutely I don't I don't think he's top five candidate. I actually agree. I don't. I would I, say he's out of that. And I'll go, I, 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 yeah, I mean I feel like it's he's out. You got Mahomes ahead of him. You have Hertz ahead of him. You have Tua ahead of him. Um, yeah, Tua's ahead of him. I would go ahead. And I would say, say Tyreek Hill. I would I would put Tyreek Hill on that five bubble. I think Lamar's ahead of him because if I mean look who Lamar's throwing to, bum ass wide receivers. Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean the problem is you can't do that. But yeah. I guess Saquon Barkley should be ahead of him. Uh, for comeback player of the year, he will he'll, he'll get. Yeah, maybe. Um, so now that you finally did that, who wins the NFC East? The NFC East. I, I, the AFC East. AFC East. Excuse me. The AFC East. Oh man, I don't know, man. I'm kind, I'm kind of fucking with the Dolphins. Oh so my dude. Like yo, I'm not gonna sit here and cap anymore, bro. If Tua yo, stays they healthy, can fucking yo, they're good, bro. Like the Dolphins are really, really good. I, I, I'm like, I'm almost there, dude, with them, bro. I, I'm I gonna be honest. I kind of am. They're seven and zero with Tua when he starts bro, and finishes. They're like, really good. They. But they're under the radar good. Like, nobody talks about You know what's Miami. crazy to me? And I was just thinking about this. What did we just say about Josh Allen? His bad plays get so overlooked because he's so flashy and his big plays are so, like, they're just, like, magnificent. The problem with Tua is Tua doesn't make those big, magnificent plays. He's just methodical. He just throws 10, 15, 20. Then he throws a bomb the hill and he catches it and things like that. So... Tua just doesn't have those wow plays, but he's consistent as hell. I mean, they're seven and zero with him. It's not a joke anymore. Like Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem, <laughs> Jeff Wilson, I, they're loaded on offense. And Mike McDaniel is the man. I'm still gonna go with the Bills, bro. I'm going Dolphins. I can't. I think the Dolphins are better. I can't. <laughs> I really do. I man, that's tough. Man. I think they're the most slept-on team in the AFC. Nobody's really raving about. I them. think. Look. I'll say this. If they made it to the Super Bowl, I, I actually wouldn't be shocked. I don't think. I think they're that good. I think they're damn good. But I, I, I think the Bills are so fucking good, too. I mean, look, bro. Two weeks ago, everybody was talking about, the, you know, the Buccaneers having a top five pick. Now, the, you know, two weeks later, the Buccaneers are five and five. And now everybody's saying, oh, look, you know, now they have a bye. Uh oh, are, are they the team that get hot? And are, are they going to be the, the Super Bowl and all this shit? But two weeks ago, everybody fucking pissed on their tombstone. Who? The Bucks. Not me. Two weeks ago, I, I'm no, saying, I'm I was saying a lot of people did three or five. Oh yeah. yeah, but I was saying too. Win the next two, get to your bye week with the Buccaneers. But that was the thing. They played the Rams, and then they had to play Seattle. Everybody was like, "Oh, there's no way they're gonna they're gonna go two and zero. Oh, by the way, oh no, we're gonna be talking about them, so I could hold on. So yeah, no. But what I'm saying is, is like, I'm not gonna just quit on the Bills because they lost a game like this. They should have won this game, though. That concerns me. They can't hold a lead, a 17 point lead at home. Can't hold hold their load. That concerns me, especially with somebody, especially when you go against Mahomes in the the playoffs. For because because he can come back at any moment. And you know what's even worse? And the Chiefs have proven that this year against you know 
when they played the fucking Raiders. You know what else? Smoked. I think you know what's so devastating to the Bills? Through the first four or five weeks, every, after they beat the Chiefs, everybody assumed that Buffalo would run through the league and have home field advantage. I don't think either is true. Well, one's definitely not true. They're not running through the league. As far as home field advantage, they don't want to go to KC in the playoffs. Or Miami, for that matter. Bro, I'll be honest with you. I don't think this team cares who like like who they play. They should. They're 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 damn good. They're not beating now. the Chiefs again, bro. Bro, I'll tell you right now. If the Vikings played the Bills again, I swear to God, I think the Bills, I, I I think the Bills would wax them. Oh my God. Here we go again. I, I really believe. Here we bro. go again. Irrational love I, fest. No, it's not an irrational <laughs> love fest, bro. I actually really watched the game, and the Bills can move the football. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. The the Vikings they they had a couple stops. But the Bills, they they were moving the ball at will too. The problem is, is can you can Josh Allen and not avoid for his dumb mistakes? And not for nothing. I feel like, you know what? And I'll say this too. And I said it when I was watching. I was like, man, this is the game that where I can look at Kirk Cousins and be like, damn, he did that, bro. That was where I was like, damn, yo, fourth quarter when they needed him the most, he made those throws to win that game. You know why? He fucking did. Look, I and everybody's gonna say, oh yeah. You know, Justin Jefferson with a catch, which was a fucking phenomenal Talk catch. Talk about that real fast. One it, of the best catches ever? Yes, it was one of the best catches ever. <laughs> but my point is, it's like, that's going to overshadow of how well Kirk Cousins executed in those last two minutes. Those throws that he made in the clutch and fourth downs is just were just unreal. You know what they I really were? It, it was beautiful, bro. Like, just it was actually just like the first time I sat back, and I was like, wow. He is actually doing it. Him. Yeah. Good for He's him. He's doing it. Good for it's him. It's not Dalvin Cook. It's not their defense. It's like Kirk Cousins really made the throws when it mattered the most. Dalvin Cook. In position Dalvin Cook got them back into the game, though. No, he did with that long touchdown. Right? That was like, yeah. okay, they're really it. They do have life. Yeah. But I love what you said about Kirk Cousins, but we always said it, dude. Mike Zimmer didn't like him. And when you have when you have somebody at the helm that likes you and makes you confident, makes you believe in yourself, it goes a long way. And you're seeing it. He had all the trouble in Washington. Why? They wouldn't give him a contract extension. That stuff hangs over your head. He kept franchise tagging him and playing those games. Then he goes and he gets Mike Zimmer, a defensive head coach, mid. And yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? He just, they, and it was like known out in the open that Zimmer didn't like him. Yeah. I mean, he's making his money now. Right. He's earning his money now. And I really do. Like, it's, he's, he's playing better than I thought. And you know, I'm not a Kirk Cousins lover. Mm. I always say he's like mid of the mid. I always have said that about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. But, I mean, this year he's playing awesome. I got to give him his flowers, man. That was the Do you think they're best. true contenders? Yes. I mean, um, I, I think the Vikings are a legit contender. If he could throw the ball like that in, in crunch time, they're going to be tough to beat. But is it consistent enough? I mean, look, he did it once. Can he do it again? I think he can. I mean, like, once you do it. And he did it in Buffalo while it was snowing. That's not easy. Here's that the thing. was That was – it was impressive. I was impressed. That was the, the – I'm not even. Sh I'm kidding you, man. I, I, I sat. That was the first fucking time I sat back and I was like, "Damn, yo, he's delivering, bro." I'm dead ass. I, I was just sitting there. I'm like, "Yo, this is amazing." I'm like, "I'm watching this. Good like, this him. is the first time I'm watching this career where I could sit back and I could say, "Yo, he did that." He didn't look like, scared of the dope. moment. No, he looked like he was ready, bro. Prepared. Yeah, he looked like he knew what he was doing. All right, Phil, we're switching. Run us with something. You hit that shit. Pause. Pause, please, sir. All right, we are going to talk about the Titans, and I don't even want to say this fucking team. Well, this team is. They are the top three worst team in the NFL. They are, bro. The Broncos. I was told they were Super Bowl contenders. 
they are first pick contenders because they stink. Wow. You think the, you think first pick contender for real for real? I don't think they'll <laughs> win three more games. I don't think so either. I agree with you, but this team is horrible, bro. I'm gonna start this off real fast. They that defense is legitimately a Super Bowl winning defense. It's the best, the best defense in the league. I agree. My thing is, is they bottled up Derrick Henry. I have him in fantasy. Yeah. I lost again. I'm one step closer to wearing a romper to the bar again. I enjoyed it so much last year. I want to do it again. Um, they bottled up Derrick Henry, and the Titans still won. What's that indication to you? Uh, tells me that their offense cannot score points. The Broncos? Yeah. Because to me, it indicates that they are truly that bad. You uh, bottled up Derrick Henry, and you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't beat I the mean, Titans. I mean, look, that's my summary, right? Like, in the grand scheme, is like, they just can't score points. I mean, you scored 10 points, and you didn't even allow Derrick Henry to get going. So you can't tell us, you know, your defense gave up all these fucking points. I mean, your defense played outstanding uh, football once again. 17 points. I mean, that's a winnable game. <laughs> it is. It really is. When, especially when you paid your quarterback $240 million. It's a winnable game. I don't care, Jerry Judy. I mean, I, look, I, you know, he got hurt. I hope he, you know, he, he's better. But regardless, he's supposed to win that game. You got to win that football game, man. Like, your team needs you the most. And you're out of the bye week. Come on, bro. Like, yo, miss me with this Russell Wilson shit, man. Like, this dude is fucking Hold on. washed. I, damn it. Bro, I, was, I, yeah, I, was, I, I don't even let care, me say, bro. I'm Nick, sorry. I is Russell to, Wilson bro. washed up? Yes, bro. <laughs> Did he, he fall off the cliff? It's over, bro. <laughs> I don't even care. You can call it coaching. You can call it whatever you want, bro. When I, when I watch this dude, if the guy is doing high knees on a fucking airplane to London... And then two a week later scores ten points. Come on, fam. He is all he is all a show, bro. He's doing high knees. I'm doing he, high knees. Yeah, he is all a show, bro. Like you're telling me, like, bro, it, it's just so crazy, bro. He he's he's too extra for me. I, I can't tell he's I can't, a cornball. He is so corny, bro. <laughs> like they made a big mistake. I'm telling you, they made a huge mistake. He's not even like I uh, do. It, it, it's bad, bro. I, I I can't even. Bro, twenty-one of forty-two for two hundred eighty-six yards, a touchdown, an interception, and ten points. Bro, he couldn't even move the football, dude. Every time I was watching red zone, it was like, oh yeah, the Broncos went three and out. He had seven carries for eight yards. Seven carries for eight yards. It's he's like, if he can't, if <laughs> Russell Wilson cannot make get yards on 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 the ground, he is done, bro. He's done, bro. Do you think Nathaniel Do you think he is? Who? Russ. It's over. It's over. It's over. You, you're putting your stamp yeah, on it's it? It's over. It's over. He's done. I don't care. I'll, I'll make this claim. If Sean Payton goes to the Broncos, it's over. I don't think Sean Payton would beat him. <laughs> Sean Pay if Sean Payton went there, it would help because the offensive scheme would be better. But Russell Wilson, the, the player that made the plays in Seattle, that guy's done. He's gone. Yeah. Because... 50% of his game or 60% of his game was his legs. And he's reluctant to do that. He doesn't want to do that anymore. But he was never a star pocket passer. What made Russ special was his ability to escape and extend the play. And he doesn't want to do that anymore. It's evident. Yeah. Seven carries for eight yards. You're falling forward. So it's over. Russ is done. Yeah. He's Russ, let Russ cook to Russ is cooked. He is, yo. It's crazy.
It's wild. Let's not discredit what he did because he accomplished a lot in Seattle. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not like no doubt about it. But like, it's over fast. As the Broncos GM or or somebody high in that organization, you got to be looking around. But like, yo, you got to be questioning yourself, bro, because you invested a lot of money and a lot of capital to go get him. You better make sure he's that he's him. You you have to make sure. He checks every single box. The Seahawks? In the world. When you give up that many draft picks and you pay him that much money. We laughed about this, bro. I swear we were dead accurate. The Seahawks knew. They had to, bro. They knew and yeah, they Gino's robbed good. them. Yeah. Fuck. Um, no. Before we move on to the Seahawks and the Bucks, what's your, what do you feel about the Titans real fast? Do you think they're being slept on? Do you think they are viewed as what they are? Like, do you think that they are just a good team in the AFC that can cause trouble in the playoffs? Or do you think that they can legitimately make a, pu- a playoff push in terms of like a win a game or two? Playoff push, I'll say they are a disruptive team. I 100% like agree. I actually those, like that term. They're like one of those teams that like they'll beat you in the wild card but lose in divisional. Yes. You know, because they don't have enough on the outside to get it done. Like I feel like a good defense and, you know, if, if, if they stop Derrick Henry – you got to rely on your outside. You, you, you have to score points in the playoffs. So then you have to rely on the outside wide receivers to do so. And I don't think they have enough there at that position to make that push for legit Super Bowl contenders. I think they're just a disruptive team first. They can win a playoff game. Last question. Last question before we move on. Nathaniel Hackett, do you think he gets fired before the season, after the season, or starts the season next year? They give him one more. They give him, you know, half the season next year. I don't think he's a shot in hell. He's getting an, another shot. I think he's out by Chris. I, I said Thanksgiving. I think he's out. I, I but obviously I don't. I think he. Ha- unless I think they lose out. again, I think he has to. He has to go. He's done because, after this year because they now they have to look. Okay, it wasn't the head coach because now when you get a new coach, if your quarterback is still performing at this level, was it the coach? Or was it a combination of both? Yeah. I'm not saying Hackett is getting a pass because Hackett has been horrible. Yeah. Fucking the worst coach in the league type shit. Damn, but what that's I'm, interesting. But what I'm saying is you're about to find out a lot more if they can get a new coach. Because if if, if the new coach comes in, he's winning ball games, and Russell Wilson looks like the Russell Wilson of old. Well, then Hackett is the worst hire of all time. Or... It could be Russell Wilson was the worst trade of all time. That's an interesting point. I yeah, actually love that. I have to think about that more because I didn't think of it from that from that angle. Because you got to think about it like this. It's such a bad hire because you signed your quarterback for $240 million and gave up a lot of draft picks to They're go dead. get them. You were, you were brought in to get into the Super Bowl. That's what a lot of buzz was. All I heard was, Denver is one quarterback away. They're a quarterback away. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody. They does. get that quarterback and they, they look like the worst team in the league. So, who's, what's going on? We're about to find out. The Bears are better than them. We're literally, yeah, I agree. I'm dead ass serious. They we're are. literally about to seriously find out about the Broncos soon. We are. Absolutely. Within, from now to the end of the season and a little bit next year, if they can get a new coach, we'll find out a fuck ton about this team. Soon come. Yep. All right. So now, Tommy 12, the worst route runner in the history of the NFL. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, the worst. 
Don't do my don't do my yeah, he slipped, bro. That's embarrassing. He slipped. It was he looked like that looked almost as bad as his 40. Because he slipped. I'm gonna play it right now. Huh? I'm gonna fucking play it. Thank you. He slipped. It was so what bad, you, Phil. What did you want him to do? Oh my god, it was so bad. Look at this shit. Look at this. Oh he my slipped. god. Oh my god. Phil, get that off the screen. I'm losing my mojo. He slipped, bro. This is this is god awful. What would you want to do? Disrupted or something. What's he playing in slides? You got on spikes. You slipped. <laughs> Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. I'm just, I was concerned. You're concerned. I'm concerned about your guy. Who? Baker. Are we coming? Yeah. It's the bait show. We coming. We coming is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Come on. Don't do me like that. No. <laughs> no. Um, nah, nah, that, that so let's get serious. Do you think the Buccaneers are back? Uh, I'm going to say. No. What do you make of that play, by the way? I thought the play was stupid as fuck. Really? I thought the play was absolutely stupid as shit. You're up 14 to 3. They're like you do that when you're up 28 to 3. Not when you're up 14 to 3. You had all the momentum. Your offense is struggling to score points. You're finally moving the football against a good team in Seattle who was 6 and 3 by the way, and their offense has been playing pretty well. You want to score the most amount of points as you can and in in the in the in the 60 minutes that you have. So for them to to do that kind of play just lets me know, like, they think they're, like, all that still. And, like, no, fuck that. So, that's I actually... That was, I, I think that was very cocky, and I think it was just... I hated it, bro. Okay, I so... It was stupid. We disagree for a change. Bro, you struggle I loved to it. score points, bro. You cannot score with fucking throw into your 45-year-old quarterback. Why? It looked like a great route. You saw the play. He was cooking up. He was cooking them up. <laughs> yeah, he was cooking Chef Boyardee is Come what he was on, cooking. bro. Don't do that, but bro. Listen, he was wait. doing really well that game, bro. He <laughs> no, was carving them up. Yo, check no, it out. I know. I know. I know. I watched the game. That's what My I'm thing is, though, is on that play, the reason I loved it is because they looked comfortable again. To pull out that play at that point of the game, like you said, when 14-3 is still close, to pull out that game, they look like a confident offense again. That's the way I took it. No, see, I took it as they were taking advantage of them playing in Germany, and then Tom Brady was probably like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if I caught a pass in Germany or something stupid like that, bro? Because that's exactly what it looked like. He <laughs> And the funny thing is, he they, ran that, uh, they ran that same look a couple plays prior to that. Phil, we're gonna lose we're gonna lose viewers. <laughs> what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I don't care. No, what I'm what I'm telling you is the truth. What it do you think stupid? What do you think changed for the Bucks offense to look actually look good? And you know why it was stupid too, bro? Because right after that happened, the Seahawks scored a touchdown. And it was 14-10. Yep. You put them right back in the game. So what do you think, though? What do you think about the about them that actually they look competent again on offense outside of that? They're running the debacle. football. They're running the football. I said this. You're running the football. Rashad, Rashad White, White is getting you six, seven yards a carry. You are setting yourself up for second and three, second and two. Now you can utilize your tight ends because now they got to respect your run. So now they, the linebackers are up. You can find the seams with the tight end, and that's what Tom Brady loves to do best. That's exactly what they did in this game. This looked like the top, the same Tom Brady offense I've watched his entire career in terms of throwing to the tight end and being consistent and being on time. All his receivers looked like they were actually, you know, on the same page for once. It actually kind of felt like that.
But when you run the football, you make everybody's job a lot easier. And Rashad White is really – he's a, he's a beast, man. Straight up beast. And he might take Lenny's job. I actually ass. think he will. Um, think they he will they looked more fluent yeah. because they had that pop coming out of the backfield. And it that's was. what they were missing. And you can tell because you can almost sense it that, the, that Seattle's defense were respecting that. Like that's how the wide receivers were getting separation again. And Brady didn't have to throw every pass. He didn't have to throw the guy open every single time. Like he was actually able to complete some passes in a row and get into fucking rhythm. Yeah. And that was what they were missing for the first nine games of the year. They couldn't do it because they couldn't run the ball. I mean, Julio Jones looked great. Yeah, he was he looked looked pretty good too. I know. If they can get if they can just keep this formula, like I said, they're going into the bye week. Get healthier. They feel good right now. Get healthier. They yeah. feel good. They're gonna get healthy. Brady gets a nice week off and he finishes out the next nine games on a run. I seen this movie before. And That's why how, and when they were how, yeah, right. This is correct. And this is how when you're five and five coming in the bye. Now you can start to get guys buy in a little bit more yeah. to this system. You believe more. You're like, damn, we got Tom Brady as our quarterback. We always have a chance. They're three. They Let's were three and five in the second half. When they were three and five, I kept saying, I'm concerned because their offense just looks, it just looks lost. And I and I kept saying with Tom Brady, like I've never seen a team with Tom Brady make so many mental mistakes. And I'm just looking and I'm like, there's no way this is going to continue. But they're ironing out the wrinkles. They're five and five, which I figured they would be. And here comes a bye week at the perfect time for this team. Yeah, I mean, I'm still time. concerned about the amount of points they scored. I mean, look, 21 to 16, this game was much closer than than. Well, what does it tell? What did you learn about the Seahawks? I actually, the Seahawks are a good team. Yeah, I, I, I it's gotta, not cap anymore. They I are a good team. Cap, yeah, they are. They are a damn good football team. You don't want to play them in the playoffs as a nah, wild card. Man, the, you don't want to deal with that. They got to give DK Metcalf the ball a lot more, bro. He's really, really special, man. When he gets going. He gets going, bro. Me too. Like, he's really, 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 really good. Kenneth Walker, I mean, look, he's a rookie. That goes but, without saying. But he's he's been awesome, too. He had a couple good, you know, a couple good plays through the air. But, yeah, no, I think the Seahawks, you know, tells me they are a pretty good team. They're well coached. I'll say that. Um, but I think Seattle is uh, – they should be happy for, for what they have. On me too, bro, because they got Honestly, all those bro. draft picks and they kept a better quarterback. They should be. Yeah, absolutely. They did. <laughs> They got all their draft picks and kept a better quarterback right now. Yeah, I mean, no, you're not, you're not. That's wild, not lying, dude. bro. That's, that's wild. That's, that's actually a fact, bro. And hundred percent is a fact right now. Statistically, it's not yes. even a question. It's not even close. They, they rob that. I mean, Gino's got better sacks than Brady. Look, it's going to go down. It may go down as the biggest heist of a trade in NFL history. I don't know, really. I mean, it's in the conversation. It could be. I can't it even think. I can't be. think of one where it's like, not to say that Russell can't bounce back, and he said next year he could be really, really good. Russell Wilson's never sniffing a Super Bowl again. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you gave up all that capital and gave him his contract to win a Super Bowl, yeah, or at least be. Well, I mean, this year you're not even competent. Like I said, they're they're not winning six games. But they believe in him in the long term, though. That's why they gave him the long term deal. Well, that was beforehand. If, if he finished out his contract and after this year, he would get the vet minimum. The vet minimum is crazy. Oh, Baker Wilson. Oh, Baker Wilson is wild. <laughs> All right, last topic for tonight, guys. We have the pathetic Las Vegas Raiders and the questionable Colts. The questionable Colts. I like that. I, the questionable Colts, yo. Because my yeah. thing is, how do you? I mean, how does Jim Ursay bench matt ryan i feel like he sabotaged frank reich he wanted reich out of the building 
and he planned for Jeff Saturday because you don't inexplicably bench Matt Ryan for three games. Your offense is putrid. And then all of a sudden you hire Jeff Saturday, as most would say, Jeff Saturday, and bring back Matt Ryan. Think about that. What was the point of that? Because he said that Sam Ellinger is our core car quarterback for the remainder of the season. Frank Reich said that in that press conference when he came in. He said he is our quarterback the rest of the season. And Matt Ryan said, I'll handle it. Well, well, because Frank Reich didn't really want Matt Ryan. That was an Ursay hire. Oh, uh, okay. 100%. I think so. Because Ursay didn't like Wentz. Okay, I got and you. Then, and then he wanted somebody like a Matt Ryan to come in here. And he, he, he spoke highly of Matt Ryan when they signed him, obviously. Obviously, you're going to speak highly of somebody you just signed. But at the same time, it's like, that's probably really how he felt, bro. Like, he legitimately thought that Matt Ryan could be the guy. So I actually think that, you know, Reich just said no, that, like, I, he probably wasn't rocking with it. And that's why he why he, he had to make a change. He was like, I don't know what this what this young kid does in Sam Ellinger. I mean, look at fucking Zap. Zappy on fucking him. on New England. Him. He don't know what he has in, in, in on, on the Colts. He has to go see it first before, you know, declaring that. You got to get somebody game time. Do you think play. that this game, do you think it was more about the Colts? Like, does it say more about the Colts right now or more about the Raiders? Because I found myself questioning it. And at first I said it was the Colts, but the more I thought about it, to me, it says more about the Raiders. They really are a bad team. Like, they really suck. Yeah, and... it's And then here's terrible. the biggest issue with that. They're terrible. You have Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, like, subtly dissing each other in press conferences. Like, they, I don't feel like they have any leadership what do you in mean? the building. Like, when you hear their comments, like, Derek Carr says, oh, I got a lot to say right now, but I don't really want to say it. It'll be said at a later time. Then you have Devontae Adams. Like, I feel like we all need to be more bought in. Like, I like who are they talking to? Like, are they are they talking to the group as a whole? Like, I don't know. I just okay, feel like Okay, so now now I'm I'm understanding. I don't think they were actually talking about each other. I think those two are talking about other players in the locker room. Truthfully. Or are they talking about Josh McDaniels? Because when Derek Carr after the game, he had that, you know, emotional press conference or whatever. I still love Derek Carr. He was saying, he was like, you know, I hope, you know, I hope or I wish that, you know, other people felt the same way I do about this place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then for, for Devontae Adams to speak about, you know, um, we all need to buy in a little bit more. Now it's telling me they're talking about other teammates on the team. It's not those two. I wonder if it could be Josh Jacobs. Uh, I can't. He slipped a little bit since he had those three game outbursts. I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to say it's him. I'm just trying to think of other like really good stars that like difference makers on the team. Darren Waller's out. Hunter Renfro's out. Well, like I'll I be said, honest with you. Chandler Jones is probably one of the worst straight signings. Uh, I, I wouldn't, you wouldn't, you could take him out of the lineup and you wouldn't even know. He's been a non difference maker. I forgot he was on the team. So did I until <laughs> you just said that. I'm dead serious. Nick, I swear when you just said that, I started like, I was in my head. I'm like, oh my God, they really did get him. And yeah. we were talking about that. Like it was a way big back. Thing. Like that yeah. was one of like well, even uh, when me you and Mike were talking about that division, we were saying that was one of the biggest offseason. Um, yeah, to pair up Max Crosby. Yes, right, exactly. So to, for the fact that he only has like a half a sack, well, Paul. So damn. yeah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just realized I was like, yeah, shit. I'm talking about this shit. I might do it, but um, 
Yeah, no, it's just uh, it, it's they're not getting the pressure, you know, on the quarterback, and that's what you paid them to. And it's just they're just not doing. They're not playing well on offense. It doesn't seem like they click, you know, for four quarters. And it's just there's a lot going on in in, in uh, do you think, Vegas. Do you think Josh McDaniel should be fired? No. I think he's the guy that you want to give the chance to. Really? Yes, because I think he has the offensive mind to to turn it around. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. You really believe I that? believe in McDaniels. Yeah, I believe in his scheme. I believe in him offensively. As a head coach, like you got to understand too, it is all on him and I get that. But at the same time, it's like his defense can't be any worse. But Nick, they're not like outside of a few games they're not like oh, I don't feel like they're overwhelming people on offense when I feel like they should be. Yeah, but I but I also feel like that's you know that's a an indication of poor offensive line play as well. I just feel like like for me with the Raiders, they just don't look like a team. Like last year when they were with Rich Bisacci, and I'm going to keep beating this home, they look like a unit. Well, what doesn't make any sense? To like me they have the same defense as last year. I know, but Hunter Renfro is not even like. That's an a odd factor. I, I don't understand how he goes from a thousand yards from a, being a Pro Bowl wide receiver to being absolutely nowhere in sight. <laughs> I, I I just don't understand it. He's a really good player. Like I was raving about him all offseason. Like I really like him. Like I think he's a good. I think he's a good wide receiver. I know. I just did you have him last year in fantasy? No, I tried to pick him up. You told me to pick him up. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a really good player. They just, get me there. They got to find ways to get him to football. But the problem is they haven't gotten to a rhythm. They don't know if they want to go to Devontae Adams. They don't know if they want to run the football. Like, they had no, no identity. identity. You're 100% and that's what they're right. missing. Like, if yeah. they had an identity where they knew, like, yo, we're going to line up, we're going to run it down your throat, and then we're going to throw it deep to Devontae Adams. And that's our identity. I don't give a fuck what you say. You could try to stop it all day long, but this is our bread and butter. If you could be our bread and butter, hats off. But I'm, you're, not, you're, not, you're not about to beat me doing sh stupid shit that's, you know, off script and not to our game plan. Like, you got to have an identity. You always got to have an, an, an uh, identity. Look at Tennessee. Their identity is um, we're giving it to Derrick Henry, and that is it. Let me show you something else. Look it's at the Colts. Facts, bro. Look at the Colts. It's fucking facts, bro. We're, uh, Jeff Saturday said we're giving it to Jonathan Taylor. We're giving it to our best player. Let me ask you a question. What do you make of his debut? Awesome. I actually... He can lead. I don't know how good of a coach he is, but he can lead. That team was playing for him. You know what, man? I told you, bro. I told you about this hire. I said, I fuck with no. Parks Frazier. I told you. They said, rallied oh, yeah, Parks. for Parks. Yeah, see? I, uh, yeah, well, his yeah. post game, his post game in the locker room was so mid. But, dude, come on. What do you expect from him? This is the first time. I know. I'm making a joke. Plays, I'm just kidding. Bro. I was actually. And impressed. he won. I was impressed. And he won. He just said a fucking halfback ISO. I told you, yeah. that, that was the whole game plan, bro. I know. I was actually more encouraged toss. than I was. HB strong toss. <laughs> <laughs> I was more encouraged than I was discouraged, which I did not think I would say. Yeah. So, what we, so as an overall grade, what would you give Saturday? Uh, B plus. B plus. Because his team, he looked like the team was behind them. False. Okay. Yeah, I got a B. I had a B. I didn't go to the plus because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, did he did he call out of the shots? <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Exactly. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to pass it off to Nick. I hope you guys like episode 121.
Nick. Yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at P&I, baby.